You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 54. Today, we'll read the 10th chapter of Luke together. Jesus sends out the 72. We hear the story of the Good Samaritan, and we're challenged by whether we're a Mary or a Martha. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. Luke is the only one who gives us an account of sending out the 72. We get a sense of urgency from Jesus in this chapter. No greetings, no heavy luggage, no wasting time changing hotels. Like time is short and they need to tell as many people as possible that the kingdom of God had come near. For Jesus, it was short. They would soon be in Jerusalem, ever closer to his persecution and crucifixion. That urgency still exists today, doesn't it? Because we just do not know when Christ will return. We cannot lose heart or become complacent just because so much time has passed. Remember what Peter writes in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness, Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Luke chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others, and he sent them out ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself was about to go. He told them, The harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. Therefore, Pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Now go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. Don't carry a money bag, traveling bag, or sandals. Don't greet anyone along the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a person of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they offer, for the worker is worthy of his wages. Don't move from house to house. When you enter any town and they welcome you, eat the things set before you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, The kingdom of God has come near you. When you enter a town and they don't welcome you, go out into the streets and say, We are wiping off 
even the dust of your town that clings to our feet as a witness against you. Know this for certain, the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, on that day it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will go down to Hades. Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. And whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy-two returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing at all will harm you. However, don't rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden things from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, because this was your good pleasure. All things have been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son desires to reveal him. Then, turning to his disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see the things you see, but didn't see them, to hear the things you hear, but didn't hear them. Then an expert in the law stood up to test him, saying, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? he asked him. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, he told him. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus took up the question and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him up, and fled, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite, when he arrived at the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan on his journey came up to him, and when he saw the man, he had compassion. He went over to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on olive oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him. When I come back, I'll reimburse you for whatever extra you spend. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? 
the one who showed mercy to him, he said. Then Jesus told him, Go and do the same. While they were traveling, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, and she came up and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice, and it will not be taken away from her. This is one of my favorite stories in the Gospels. It's so personal, so poignant. You'll learn more about Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus later, but the three actually became very dear friends of Jesus. But here, we are introduced only to Mary and Martha, and there isn't a woman I've met, sorry guys, who doesn't see a little bit of Martha in herself. I know I do. We run around like crazy, placing expectations on ourselves that aren't necessary, and then we get bitter when either someone doesn't notice or has fun doing something else. Jesus didn't pull any punches with Martha, did he? I mean, he was kind, but very clear. Mary had made the better choice. When we look around and measure everything by its expiration date, the day Jesus returns, we have to admit that the only thing that will be left will be our relationships, especially our relationship with Jesus. Shouldn't that make us want to be more like Mary? Let's pray. Oh, Jesus, I confess to you that I am a Martha. If only I could take back the wasted time and wasted energy on the bitterness that I've not only felt, but displayed to those that I say I love. Please forgive me. Help us all to be more like Mary, sitting at your feet, soaking up the lessons you have for us, and loving like you do. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.